This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. This is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. No Chris is just a Jordan and a Jeff hanging out with you here this afternoon. I'm Jordan, from Ron New Jersey, by Turner. the way. What's that? I'm from New Jersey, by the way, and that was so Jersey right there by Diana. Like do you that, have a gold chain? Do you have a gold chain? I do not, but you know, trust me. I've been to places where the buttons were four down and they were wearing the gold chains and the, <laughs> the chest hair was sitting out. A lot listen, of places. Listen, I've never owned like, the rig. Now, now, in my neck of the woods, you were cool in the Midwest when you had the puka shells and you were walking around with like the, you know, the Doc Martens or you had, we, we, we don't have many people running around South Dakota with four buttons down in a gold right. chain. And if they do, they stick out like a, like a sore thumb. Well, you know, I like live by the Jersey. There's Guido running around. Right? I live by the Jersey Shore. Okay. Not far what from What a there. great show, by the way. And everything you see in that show, people are like, is that real? Like, yes, that is 100% <laughs> real. Like, when I was younger, I lived at DJ's down in, you know, Belmar area. Like, that, that is, that's real. Like, that's 100% what it's like every weekend in the summer. I'm not going to lie. Snooky, mad crush when I was younger, man. Snooky, mad crush. I know the guys back in the studio are going to go, <laughs> what the hell's wrong with JT? But no, Snooky. If I was, I'm a little jealous I didn't grow up on the Jersey Shore. Man, wow. We, we had a lot of those nights, let me tell you, back in the day, like very, very similar to what you saw in that show. You know, you, you, it, would, it would not be unusual to see some random person you're walking home with under the influence just jump on the windshield of a parked car just for the, <laughs> just for the heck of it. That's amazing. There, that goes, his, there goes the side wind. There goes his rearview mirror. Oh, man. Oh, they, they had the accent, too. You threw it in as well, man. That's, that's, that's great. Just natural. Uh, Listen, we got uh, the top five fan bases in the NFL we're going to get to in a little bit, ranked by Jordan. So if you're listening right now on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, or SiriusXM Channel 80, get ready to dial us up at 888-729-3776. We want to hear what your top fan base is in the NFL. Who do you think has the worst fan base in the NFL? And and I'm going to play teacher with the red ink on Jordan's list here in a little bit. I'll do my own critiquing coming up. But before we get there... We're going to head to Philadelphia, another place you once called home, Jordan, as we get to the 76ers. Should they re-sign James Harden? Mm. Should they build around Embiid and Maxi? What should they do now that they have a new head coach and maybe a different direction for the organization? 6 p.m. Thursday is the deadline for Harden to opt in or out of his current deal. And, you know, you think about many people speculating what the 76ers should do. Brian Windhorse, our own Brian Windhorse. ESPN NBA insider had this to say about what the Sixers are wanting to do. If they do give him the max, how many years? Because he can get four. I can't believe that they would give him four, but he could get it. That's where I'm sure he's going to start his ask at. And so they have Tyrese Maxey they got to deal with. Joel Embiid's contract hits the super max level this year. They got to do some maneuvering here. But I think the Sixers were not that far away. I'm seeing a lot of guys on our network drag on the Sixers. I don't think this team has to look at itself and say, oh my God, we need seven new players. They're potent. And I think keeping Harden is a huge part of what they need to do other than game six and seven of the semifinals i thought the 76ers were the best team i watched in the nba playoffs on the eastern side mm. i mean i thought the celtics were but obviously neither of them were because the Heat took them both out but uh yeah i i kind of agree with windy in that i don't think the sixers are that far off uh i'm not the biggest Harden fan and i would love to say the move for the sixers is to move on and bring in dame lillard or somebody else or yeah, but I don't. If they get rid of Harden, they don't have the flexibility to just sign a you know and get another superstar in there so easily. 
So I, I, I do think that their best option is probably to bring Harden back and hope that Maxi grows into that number two role and Harden will uh, slowly integrate into being that number three kind of guy, which in a way he did. He led the league in assists. But in the playoffs, they were counting on him too much, and we saw what happened when that happens. Yeah, and I think that if if I was to choose any guard right now, it wouldn't be Irving, it wouldn't be Harden, it would be Fred Van Vliet and, and our own Chris Carlin, who we're filling in for today, um, agreed with me and says he preferred Fred Van Vliet too in Philly. If I were the Sixers, and I know this is heresy to say, considering what the guy's career has been, I'm going Fred Van Vliet before I'm going back to James mm. Harden right now. And the the reason is, you basically heard at the end of the year, he's old, he can't get to the rim as much as he used to, and he just is not in as great shape as he needs to be. If you're Joel Embiid right now, which of those two guys would you rather have? I would rather have Fred Van Vliet. No question about it. But Fred Van Vliet's going to ask for a max deal long-term, and I think you can get away. I think you can get away with Harden if you pay him more money per year to get away with the two-year deal that you can get out of. And just because of that relationship with Daryl Morey, I think that that's probably the appetite of Philadelphia right now. I'm going to disagree with Carlin there and say if I'm talking about just this year, I want James Harden. You know, what? like you just told me you didn't like Harden. I don't, but I don't. I mean, Fred Van Vliet. Let's not let's not disrespect James Harden even more than we already did. He's still a really good player, uh, and I, I still think he's better than Fred Van Vliet at this point. Now, in two years, I don't. I I would probably take Fred Van Vliet. That's my whole point. We're talking about right now, and and I, I don't want to invest long term in James Harden, but my options aren't great right now. Nineteen four and seven were the numbers for Fred Van Vliet last year. Nineteen point three points, four point one rebounds, seven point two assists. And I think the the one thing about Fred that is sort of an intangible in all of this, I've never watched Fred Van, Viet, Fred Van Vliet play, whether it was at Wichita State or whether it's been in the NBA and been like, he's cheating the fans tonight. Like, dude is just all in every every single possession, passion galore. And I think that's what rubs a lot of people the wrong way in a city that's all about passion with, with James Harden sometimes. Yeah, but here's the pro- – here, and this is from Bobby Marks. If he leaves – this is, this is uh, James Harden. If he leaves for nothing – Philadelphia has the $12.4 million non-tax player mid-level and $4.5 million biannual exceptions to use to sign a replacement player. Does that seem like that's Fred VanVleet? No, that's not. No, so no. The, the problem here that they're in is they can't really get that high-level player to replace James Harden if he leaves. So to me, that's their, that's their biggest problem. But... You know, Philadelphia is a hard place to play. So the fact that James Harden didn't get it back on track, I give him a lot of credit this year. Because that is a tough fan base. I was there. (laughs) You've never seen a fan base not love their quarterback who was a great player at the time in Donovan McNabb the way he was, like Philadelphia. (laughs) Like like they were hard on Donovan McNabb during that time there. And and, and look, that's just what that fan base is like. And, uh, you know. Tobias Harris has realized that, obviously. Right, absolutely. You bring up Tobias Harris because, you know, I, I think for a long time they wanted it to be, you know, Embiid and Simmons and Harris and when they had Butler and then they – The process. Hasn't worked out to be that number three guy to the extent I think anybody wants it. His usage is down. 
And he even he had a great he had a great quote about what the Sixers fans think of him. Casual Sixers fans, they'll trade me for a crumble cookie. But at the end of the day, I have to realize like you're not getting a six nine forward back who can, you know, damn near shoot forty percent from three, guard other teams, best player, shoot post up drive, play seventy plus games a year. A crumble cookie. Now, if it was a bunch of crumble cookies, I may think about it, but he's worth more than that, at least in my opinion. And by the way, think about this for a second. What would you what would you trade your wife or significant other for? Um, my wife would trade me for some Taylor Swift tickets. That's about it. Plain and simple. How yeah. about you? Oh, oh, nice winter home. My wife, my wife would get rid of me for. Yeah. You know, like in a nice <laughs> winter homes weather, are worth more than tickets. Warm, man. warm weather climate. Me. I mean, I'm just saying I maybe I'm expensive. You must I'm, be much I'm more than me. Close to irreplaceable. But, you know, I'm not. I'm not. Apparently, I am very oh. replaceable. Right? Very <laughs> Taylor replaceable. Swift tickets? Taylor Swift tickets, I'm out. Yeah. I'm, hey, LA Taylor Swift tickets show. are going for the same price as almost like a, a, a winter house these days. So yeah, in, our, in, in, in South Dakota, you could probably get a winter house for what they're going for, yes. Not out <laughs> east, though, where you are. Canty and Carlin is presented by Progressive Insurance. Protect your family, your phone, and your furry friends with life, electronic device, and pet health insurance with Progressive. From the top five NFL quarterbacks. Prescott has had a fantastic. Windows my whole career. You want to win the Super Bowl. To the top five NFL fan bases. We're ranking the top of everything in the NFL. This is ESPN Radio's. Rank them. The top five fan bases. All right, Jordan's got his top five NFL fan bases, and I'm telling you, you'll have an opinion on this. This is for sure. Who has the best fans? Who has the worst fans? 888-SAY-ESPN. We want to hear from you as well in this conversation. That's 888-729-3776. Let's get to number five. Number five. Yeah, so I'm starting with the Green Bay Packers, right? I mean, you're talking about an iconic franchise Stadium is always packed. You never go to a Packers game where it's not packed. And I'm basing this off basically my experiences of being at the games. After I go to Vegas this year, because Vegas, obviously, pretty new stadium, I will have been at every stadium in the NFL. And Green Bay is an unbelievably unique experience. You're essentially in like a small town. So you're tailgating there in essentially strip mall parking lots. And the fans are out there. Everybody gets out of their pickup truck. Now, granted, I, this was a while ago when I got there, and I'm, I'm not condoning this, but this happens. They get out of their pickup truck with the, with the beer bottle, the six-pack, in between their legs. <laughs> yeah. Not condoning that at all. I'm actually against that. But that is part of You're just what a you reporter. see. You're just a reporter. Yeah, I mean, that's what you see when you, when you pull up to a Packers game. And it's negative 10 degrees, and everybody in that town, the whole city shuts down, every hotel, every restaurant is all Packers that weekend when you're there. I'm a big fan of going to Green Bay and Packer fans in general. I have to stop you already because I would put the Packers fans as a bottom five stupidest fans because they've never convinced which they are the owners themselves to put a roof on Lambeau Field. There's no way in hell you'd ever get me out there in negative 10 degrees. And they show up. I was wondering where you were going with that. And they shovel the snow for the team for minimum wage. Okay? That's because they're the be owners. Talking. They are idiots. Okay? Like, don't put a roof on it and quit shoveling the snow. All right? Bottom Jeff, five for not me. a fan of Packer fans. I oh, got it. No. Oh. Number four. There we go. Number four. I jumped the gun. Number four to me are Steelers fans. Huge quantity, 
Lots of Steeler fans, diehards. The 70s obviously breeded a whole different level of Steeler fans. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Jeff, I see him on the Zoom. He's got the terrible towel out. There we go. That's How right. they are not number one is a travesty, okay? Really? So you fan one. of the Steelers. There we go. You like the Steeler fans. No, I mean, they are dedicated to their team. They'll be all out, everything Steelers, 24-7, And they travel as good as anybody they in the They travel. NFL. They fill up opposing stadiums. And you know what? I like going to Pittsburgh. It's actually a good trip, and that, that whole stadium experience is also excellent. So Steeler fans, probably like what, the second or third biggest fan base, even though Pittsburgh's not the biggest city? I, I honestly think. I'm, te- I'm, I'm telling you right now, listen to me, okay? The Pittsburgh Steelers, I think, number one, travel better than anybody in the National Football League. And they're not fake fans like Cowboy fans and just travel around and buy a T-shirt at the airport on their way to the games. All right, These people actually love this team. Not only that, they're the greatest in the history of any sport in regards to being a champion. Um, I don't care how many the Celtics and the Lakers have won. It's way easier to win in those sports. The Steelers by far, and they do it without having all the glitz and glam of all these other places. Like, who's going in free agency to Pittsburgh? Nobody. Homegrown, baby. Rooney family. Terrible towels. The absolute best, and it's not even close. This should be number one, and then there should be a big gap between everybody else. Oof. See where you're coming from. Number three. The Buffalo Bills. Great fans. How many fans are willing to jump through tables? To show their love for their team, right? In negative 700 degrees, the smallest city or one of the smallest cities in the NFL, a non-desirable spot also for which is what most people consider Buffalo when it comes to NFL stops. But the Bills fans, they love their team. And if you get into the uh, semantics of it and you talk about New York teams, Bills fans take, they are, they do not like when you call the Jets and Giants New York teams, because the only actual New York team, technically, working with semantics here, is the Buffalo Bills. They represent the state of New York, the Giants, the Jets. I get it. They play in New Jersey. They practice in New Jersey. They are New Jersey teams, according to Bills fans. Although, I don't really think that logic applies, but hey, that's what they think. Number two. All right, I lived there for 12 years. When I moved there, I absolutely despised this fan base. The Philadelphia Eagles, right? You're talking about people who they used to need a jail in their old stadium, underneath their old stadium at the vet, to deal with the fans. They were that vicious, that ruthless, that brutal. But when you go there and you realize, and I lived there for 12 years my wife is from the area. Her family is Eagles fans. You realize the passion that that fan base has for their team. It is unique. That is a provincial big city. It feels like a small city because in a, so football Sundays, Philadelphia shuts down. And there's not many big cities. It's one of the top, I think it's the sixth biggest city right now. Our, uh, Phoenix passed it a few years back. But sixth biggest city in the country shuts down for their football team. You go to New York, trust me, I live in New Jersey, New York area. New York is just way too big. It does not shut down for the Jets or Giants. Philadelphia shuts down. Their passion is unmatched. And number one, wait. wait. Number one. There we go. Number one. Can I take a guess at number one? Take a guess. The Seattle Seahawks. Nope. Nope. Uh, You're going to hate this. You're going to hate it with a passion. 
Oh my God, Kansas City, the Dallas what? Cowboy fans. Hear, they, hear me out. Hear me what? out. You first the of all, you go to biggest fans you can find. Hear They're me about out. as bad as Cubs fans, man. I mean, bandwagon central. Go. You go to a game. First of all, it's a great experience. They're they're nice. They're actually fun. It's a it's my favorite stadium to go you to. You stop in the at league. that Walmart right across the street before you go in. Is yeah, absolutely. That you- <laughs> actually, the media parks in the Walmart parking lot. I kid you not. <laughs> But here's why I love Cowboy fans, and I think they're the best. You'll, you'll, I think you'll appreciate this, right? Their delusion is what makes us as fans hate the Cowboy fans, right? Who likes Cowboy fans? Every year, they think they're going to win the Super Bowl when they have no chance to win the Super Bowl, right? So we need the Cowboy fans because we need that team to hate. We need that fan base to hate. So I love that about them because without them, sports would not be as fun. There are more Dallas Cowboy fans than any team out there. It's not even close. There are Cowboy fans. I, okay, Jeff, you think they're all phonies. They're not real. They're fake. Fine, they're fake fans. But they're out there. They wear the star. They go. They support their team. You, no matter what stadium you go to, what, what, what state you go to, there are Cowboy fans everywhere, and we need them because everybody needs a fan base to hate. And everybody just says, obviously, you could be a fan of Jeff. What's your team? You're, you're what, what's your team? I'm a Steelers fan. You're yeah. a Steelers fan, and you hate the Dallas Cowboys, right? NFC East, you hate the Dallas Cowboys, right? No matter where you go in the country, you hate the Dallas Cowboys, and you hate their stinking fans because every year, guess what? That's their year. This is their year. We need them. We need the Cowboy fans. Jordan Ronan's top uh, NFL fan bases included Packers at five, Steelers at four, Bills at three, Eagles at two, and somehow that's a the good Cowboys, list. I mean, oh that's a God. good list. I mean, I you missed the Seahawks, <laughs> you missed the Chiefs. Uh, I know some people will say Patriots, but they didn't show up till about twenty years ago. At that, maybe fifteen. Giants fans. I man. feel bad about the Chiefs more than anything. The Giants, yeah, dude, Giants have Arrowhead, a good fan Arrowhead base too. Is, and the Arrowhead Giants may be the loudest stadium. In, in in football, Arrowhead yeah. is is a rock. Seattle place. also is really loud. I just yeah. don't think that they have the the size of a fan sure. base that some of these other other. And the Raiders, have. they they may have been in this conversation when they were in Oakland, but if you go to a Raiders game like you said you're going to in Las Vegas, half that place is fans of the other team, a quarter of it is tourists, and the other quarter are Raiders fans. And they now, go right? overboard in regards to their uh, actions and some of the things you see there. I mean, it's just a little bit too crazy. And I like crazy. Don't get me wrong. Here's Sneaky just missed. You'll, you might. You might I don't, let's, I'm, I'm actually curious what you think of this. Uh, Minnesota Vikings fans. They have a they good are, fan base, even though they're they demoralized do. and uh, oh, yeah, they man, never I mean, win. They, but yeah, going I, to that stadium, first of all, great stadium. And Skull is, in my opinion, the best chant. In the NFL, I don't know if I can get on board with that part, but the rest of it you said, Skull. Skull. <laughs> so, I'm just it's Skull. So, it just the whole seems so going, it's dumb rocking. and mundane to me sometimes that that's what these humans are doing. With I am tank. dumb and mundane, apparently. <laughs> that's amazing. We want to hear from you guys next. What do you think about Jordan's list? Who do you think the top fan base is in the National Football League? Who is the worst? I will tell you who the worst is right around the corner. We want to hear from you guys as well. That's 888 888- 729-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. All that and more next as we continue on Canteen Carlin. This is ESPN Radio. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets but expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. I don't know if I'm supposed to let this breathe or what, man. This is... I actually despised that when I first moved there, too. It's so hokey to have, like, a, a, a theme song for, like, a professional team. It seems very college-y to me. Well, you and I just had a spirited conversation in the break. Jordan, Ron, and I'm Jeff Turn. This is Canty and Carlin here on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, presented by Progressive Insurance. And you just came up with your top five NFL fan bases. Cowboys 1, Eagles 2, Bills 3, Steelers 4, Packers 5. Uh, there were some teams that were left off in, in the minds of some, the Chiefs, uh, the Vikings, maybe the Seahawks, 888-729-ESPN. We're going to get to the callers here in just a second, but... You and I have a different opinion on what a fan Very should be. Very different. Very different, right? Because I think a fan should not waste their entire life in misery based on the inadequacies of their organizations that they once cheered for. Like, I, I don't know how there could still be fans on this earth that were actually Cubs fans as children and then saw the Cubs win in their adult There's life a as a World Series There's a reward for loyalty, Jeff. That's the whole beauty of it. That one championship... Is so that did not mean more than all the championships that the, that the Yankees have won. That There's one no championship way. feels better. Like the 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 joy you feel from when you finally get over the hump makes all the struggles no, it worth it. It's like the same in life. Your no. struggles, yes, you have to go through struggles. You have to go through growing pains to get to that point. And when you get there, it makes all the hard work. All the so you'd in, rather in, in be a self-made fans, million, You'd rather be a self-made millionaire than born into wealth. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Why? Because you could take pride. You could take pride in saying that you were a self-made millionaire. I think, by the way, the majority is going to agree with me 
on this, I believe, and not you. Shannon, chime in Sh- here. Shannon, don't jump in here. Self-made, and tell me that. self-made well, listen, millionaire listen, or listen. born with wealth and have it just like, you know, sitting it's there the on a plate thing, when you come man. out of the womb. And listen, let me tell you about fans and all of this, uh-huh. right? Like, there's no way you can convince me that the the fans that have been fans of teams that have won like the Steelers or the Patriots or the 49ers, that, that their championships every time they win doesn't feel the same as when the Eagles finally won. Or like they they all they all mean a lot. No, every and, every champion I gotta disagree with you here, Jeff. All championships aren't created equal. See? You you yeah. look at LeBron see? James's celebration, that one championship in Cleveland when compared to the other hump. three he won, it's no comparison. It means that much more. And I tell you this right now, and I said it and I said it before, as a New York Knicks fan, if they somehow find a way to win a championship while I'm still on this earth, I'm making my way onto a float. I don't know how, but I'm getting on a float. <laughs> Shannon, we'll, somewhere, we'll somewhere. talk, Shannon. We'll talk, Shannon, because like they're not winning in my lifetime. I'm convinced at this point. <laughs> I'm a Nick fan. They're not winning in my lifetime. It's not so, happening. so let me ask you guys this: In every other aspect of life, if you went to a restaurant and they kept having crappy food, you wouldn't go back <laughs> to that restaurant. If you went to a church and they had not the message that you were on board with, if you continually went to a school and they weren't educating you, you wouldn't go back. But it's like but your you family. Guys, you don't ditch your family. Certain things you got to have loyalty do. to. You don't ditch your family. No matter how crazy they are, no matter how much they tick you off, you're sticking with that crazy uncle. He's your crazy uncle. Have you heard of divorce? You don't divorce your own family, though. Your wife You don't is have your a choice. I mean, your you blood. You don't divorce blood, man. <laughs> nope. And you are from the East Coast, nope. aren't you? Nope. I mean, Absolutely. You were sounding like you're going to end in the, up in the water if you divorced can, your family. There. I can hear right now my Uncle Glenn, who, who, who hooked me up to the, uh, being a sports fan. Every time we talk, no matter what time of year, whenever, he will call diehard Knicks fan. You know, back when P.J. Brown threw Charlie Ward in his stance, Pat Riley had him do it on purpose because he knew the Knicks were going all the way. He sounds a little bit like Tracy Morgan, but that's what it is. <laughs> Amazing. Let's get to the callers here on the ESPN Hotline. Tony in Ohio, tell me about either the best fan base or the worst fan base. Brandon in Ohio, why don't you tell me about the best fan base? Oh man, the dog pound. No, no divorce. Yeah, the dog. Whole, I, our whole lives. I appreciate your loyalty. I do. I, don't. I, I do. Don't. I respect the loyalty of the Brown fans, and like they, they'll stick with their team even when their team gets taken away from them. They'll stick with their team. So I, I do respect that. I just, I don't think they should have the sheer volume of some of the teams that I brought up. I think that, I think that was kind of my sticking point when it came to the Browns. I think you guys are just convoluting what fans should be about here. I mean, like, I think fans are, are in the moment. Like, I go to a game, great atmosphere. Uh, you know, they, they cheer nah. for them loud. Not like I'm just going to go bang my head against the wall for two decades, and then I'm a great fan base. Like, I just I don't understand that. You, Let's don't, get Henry. you, you don't have any respect for loyalty. None. Because like you, you the organizations have no respect all. for it at all to the fans. Why should I give it back? You talk about family, at least your family gives you the loyalty back. Not in sports. They never give you loyalty back. Henry in Louisiana, who's the best fan base uh, in the National Football League? First of all, it, it, goes, it goes back to your millionaire question. It don't matter as long as you get the millions. Um, <laughs> That's right. But the best fan base is to do all the Saints. Why? Who that? Why? Tell me why. 
man, we 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 didn't went through all the storms. We you know we 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 stay together as a community, just like the Buffalo Bills. Yeah. You know, we we treat our um, opposing fans hospitable, but we got a Super Bowl. They don't. Yeah, that first game back through the storm. You oh, know, after that the storm, was amazing. that was that is when I knew when you when I saw your call. You know that was what you're gonna bring up, and I, and you can't really argue that 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 was a, no, that was amazing. One of those games where you you remember forever for sure. Yeah, everybody was rooting for for New Orleans that night, and mm-hmm. I think uh, it and it was about the football, it was about the community, it was it was a lot about what was going on outside of what was going on between those lines, man. Yeah. That's for it sure. said a lot about Saints fans and how they supported the team even with all that other stuff going around, and how important that. And certain certain cities are like this, and in the the smallerish type cities, I think are more like that. Where the team means that much to the community, where I don't think Absolutely. the bigger cities really have that feel. No, I agree with you on that as well. I, I hope I'm getting this right. Airline food in Charlottesville on no, fan right. loyalty here because he's SB nasty Radio. in the air. That's right. Yep, hey, nasty in the air. What's up? <laughs> hey, what's going on, fellas? Listen, we, we got I, it down I, now. I got to call in. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I said we got it down now. We we know why it's airline food. Like yeah, I understand it. it now. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. So listen, y'all, y'all test the nerve. There is a there is a debate going on right now in my group chat about switching teams as a fan, and we have determined that first of all, it's unethical to switch teams as a fan. All right, but <laughs> see, this it, is it, my it, guy it, right here. This is my guy. <laughs> unethical <laughs> morality clause. Hundred percent. But it, things happen, right? So if you have to switch teams. You gotta sit out for two seasons. You can't discuss football. You can't discuss <laughs> nothing. If you if you can't talk about, it. we can talk about it in front of you, but you can't say nothing about it. So y'all can really touch the nerve with that one. And and I, I'm a Miami Dolphins fan, so I'm suffering through it. You know, we've been good since San Marino, but that's fine, okay? Because I, I'm loyal to my team. So I just wanted to let y'all know that y'all touched the nerve with that one. Stick with if it, I'm, airline food. When they actually win the Dolphins at some point in your lifetime. It's going to be that much better. That experience is going to be unforgettable. If I was a Miami Dolphin fan living in Florida for my life, and somehow I was still a Dolphin fan, uh, I would have switched the moment Tom Brady touched down in Tampa Bay because I knew a championship was coming, and I would have been able to finally celebrate as a true Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. And I you claim right the, away when you I wouldn't have made ship, the two year cutoff though. When I I don't need the two year. You're the definition you know? of front runner. I mean Listen, that bandwagon. I'd rather jumper. drive I mean, the bandwagon. Is, you, you literally are the bandwagon jumper. I want to be the bandwagon. Yes, the bandwagon runs over all those loyal fans. That's exactly what happens. Oh, is that we that Nuggets uh, Jokic poster in your background? I didn't see it. <laughs> hey man, listen, LeBron's won soon enough. Okay. Soon enough. More of your calls on fan loyalty and the best and worst fan bases in the NFL. All that and more next on Canty and Carlin. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. Hey, Carlin here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Jordan Ron and I am Jeff Turn. He came up with a list that has our phone lines lit up. Top five fan bases in the National Football League. Green Bay at number five. They should put a roof on that stadium. It'd be a much better place to go watch the number five team on Jordan's nah, list. That's the, the beauty Steelers of it being in there. At oh, the, my the, God. I was nothing, a negative nothing like playoff spending game, $400 yeah. and going to freeze your ass off while you watch a sporting event. That's awesome. 65 in air conditioning. I prefer like U.S. Bank Stadium. Uh, Vikings. Shout out to one of the best places to watch a game. Bills I vomited in the parking lot of, the, of uh, Lambeau Field for like three hours when I had a stomach bug for a playoff game in 2017. <laughs> 
At least you were drunk. It was uh, negative. Eagles, it was negative degrees. It was freezing as you were I, puking it out. Uh, yeah. That's probably how it was, yep. how it was going. Yep. Uh, we were talking about the fan bases, and then we were talking about loyalty. I, I think that, that sometimes it gets convoluted. Stupid fans shouldn't be on, on the top five list, right? Like I think that there's a difference between being a smart fan and a stupid fan, uh, a great fan and a bad fan. And I think there's there's some convoluted nature to your list there. No, uh, no. Cowboy fans are good fans. They're delusional, but they're they're good fans though. They they're fans of their team. They they think they, every year they think they're better than they are. Like they're they're, they're they just want their team to win so bad. Let's get they, to they, a true let's get yeah, to a true American patriot here, Scott in Virginia. Who's who's your favorite who's your favorite fan base in the National Football League, Scott? I'm I'm a little biased because I mean, but I mean I'm 55, so when I was young, that was kind of in their heyday, and that's when I really got on. I'm 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 Steeler Nation, and here's what I'll say about us. I say us because I mean, yeah, you're part of um, it. That's good. We, we we will we will come and take over your stadium. We're mm-hmm. cordial, and even if you come come to our house, we won't be right. Right. We won't be abusive to you, you know. Philly, Philly has great fans. They're loyal, but some, they can kind of be over the top. Cleveland fans, my God, I can't even imagine being a fan uh, <laughs> of a team that has lost that many years and still being that rabid. Um, Buffalo fans are great. That's kind of – I don't know how to even – but listen, uh, when the Steelers go on the road, I mean, Pittsburgh's not, and I'm not from Pittsburgh. I'm from Virginia, but I mean, I've, I've been a Steeler fan my whole life. And um, and there's tons of Steeler fans. I get that. Everywhere. But- Listen, I- I'm going to give you a little insight, Jordan, into how I became a Steelers fan, and this is going to give you probably insight into why I'm a bandwagon oh, driver instead. I'm going to hate this. I know. I so when right I was away. a kid, all my friends were, were Packers fans and Vikings fans growing up here in South Dakota, and okay. my mom won a Super Bowl gift package. It included a video of all the Super Bowls that had been played to like 1992. Mm-hmm. And of course, in that Super Bowl video are four Super Bowl champions from Pittsburgh. Okay. And I'm like, all I want to do is cheer for a team that's won four Super Bowls. So I didn't that's even think terrible. twice after I'm that. Fine I, that. I'm fine I with that. I picked them because they had won. And then I've just been lucky that they've won since I've been alive, right? It's, like they it's not like the excellence. It's not like there was a football team in your backyard and your dad was right, a fan right, I and mean, you're just like, right. no, I'm not rooting for that team. Like that's the thing with a place like Philadelphia. Uh or even Pittsburgh is, is like this or Buffalo. Like if you live there, those are very and that's why you see that those are three of the teams on my list, Green Bay too. The provincialness of those cities. Like if you live there, you ha- almost have to be a fan of those teams. That to me says something about the fan bases of those teams. Like I, I appreciate that. I like that. On Sundays, those four places completely closed down and it's all about the football. You'll appreciate this even more. As much as I was talking bad about the Packers and you God you hate the Packers fans, I, I'm I'm a I'm an owner of the Green Bay Packers, by the way. I actually own stock in the Green Bay Packers. I have one of those <laughs> shares that they sold a few years ago only to say that I own Green Bay. <laughs> The only reason I own that team. Absolutely great. Let's give more callers. Marino in Arizona. Uh, Marino, uh, who's the best fan base in the NFL? Uh, I think the Patriot fans are the best. Think we, we lost Marino. There. Jeff, Jeff oh, has. There I know ahead. Jeff. I know Jeff has an uh, opinion on this. Right. There. I just think that. I mean, I think it's it's one of those things where, like, with regards to the Patriots fans. Um, that the the passion of the Patriots fans doesn't exude to me. 
like it does from some of those other fan bases, even though they've won. And I have no problem with people becoming bandwagon fans over a long period of excellence. But uh, listen, I, I don't I don't when I watch Patriots games go, that looks like it's a tough place to play. See, my thing is that when you go back, you know, 20, 25 years ago, the Patriots were like New England's third or fourth favorite team. Right. So to me, like they only jumped up and Patriots fans like came to the surface. A lot of them when they started winning. So to me, that kind of downgrades them. All right, uh, and real quick, let me ask you about the the place where you live. Best fan base in New York is what? Of all sports. Ooh, Yankee fans are, I mean, they're the biggest fan base. I mean, it's a huge fan base and just knowledgeable fans. Giant fans are pretty good, too. Nick fans are loyal, though. I think New Age Nick fans are kind of embarrassing, and they're a joke. They go celebrate on the street after first-round victories. Like, what have we, <laughs> what have we become as a, as a Nick fan base? I think that's that's bad. Uh, Mets fan base is is certainly loyal. They they like their team, even though they've been misery. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Chris Canty on the top fan bases in the NFL, and what should the Lakers do this offseason? That and more next on Canty and Carlin. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from three to seven Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.